I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. You ready, guys? Mm. Come on, energy. Mm. Come on, girls. Should we, have a, should we do a couple of uh, warm-up exercises? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's uh, this is uh, the Frank Skinner show, um, not the weekend podcast. And uh, I'm uh, Frank Skinner, and I'm with Alan Cochran <laughs> and Emily Dean. <laughs> la 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 la. And, uh, yes, here we are. I can only say that we did a show together last Saturday, and thank mm. you all, thank you both, but all, really, the whole team, for not mentioning um, my accidental haircut. Is it an accidental haircut? Yes. Oh, uh, bang. Yes, I didn't, this is not at all what I wanted, but oh. I, I had it cut. Um, Was it Mr Topper's? No, it wasn't Mr Topper. In Mr Topper's, uh, you know, I'd have had a mirror and I could have stopped this man midway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got him, I was, uh, I'm, I'm working on a, um, you know, I do stuff on, um, uh, on television. On the Google yes. box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the That's Google. what our yeah. Keith actually calls it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I, we got this bloke into my office to cut my hair oh. to save time rather than me go out for a couple of hours. Where was he from, Frank? Um, Can you I'm say? not prepared to say. I understand. But um, anyway, I, there was no mirror in the room, so I'm just talking. I'm sort of talking with the producer and stuff mm. about ideas for the show and all that, and why he cuts my hair, and then uh, come out of it, and mm. it's all a bit in extremis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not happy about Frank, it. Frank, I, I feel like I'm going to make I, you feel better. You've got such a lovely skin. Mm. I think you can carry it off. A but, lovely skin. Mm. He's yeah, got a lovely skin. I've got a lovely skin, yeah. It's, the uh, one skin, I suppose it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a weird way of phrasing it. Uh, yeah, I, oh, God, yes, I've got uh, lovely. <laughs> I think it was um, Lloyd Cole <laughs> who said, I've got perfect skin. Did it? Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm not, I'm not happy with it. I, I think I look like some, you know, I look like a hooligan. No, <laughs> I look like an ageing hooligan. They're the worst kind. Someone who, who who talks about you know when he went when he went with the inner city firm in the eighties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those kind of people. There is I a tragedy to those guys. Yes, and I don't. Uh, also, do I'm you feel you them. could pop up in Lockstock? Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You don't look like. I that. don't think so. I think no. you. You know, I think you still you still got it going on, Frank. Oh, hair. It's such a it's just a series of decisions, isn't it? Hair? It is. Oh, that's hair. why I'd like rid of it. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, saw, I watched go. Steve Coogan on the on the uh, the tribunal. Oh, yeah, mm. I, I haven't mean, seen that film. What's it like? No, but, I mean, <laughs> I can't, tribunal. You it's can't. You can't have hair that long when you're that age. I don't think. Do you know? I, I think you're right. You can't. This is what worries me. I'm going to have to go for the chop soon. No. No, fine. you're all right. It's I'm all right, right for ladies. Is it men that oh, can't yeah. do it? Yeah, but I wanted to. I mean, I've known Steve a long time. We did the reading at my wedding. Did he? He did both readings, actually. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Whose voice? <laughs> I think Ronnie Corbett for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, uh, he did. I mean, but I can't, you know, I feel like saying to him, Steve. Mm. And well, he, he, might, said, he might have it long for a part. So that's what no, I always, that's the get out, it long for a part. No, for the actor. When he said the people have been going through his bins, I thought that perhaps they're looking for the scissors <laughs> as well. <laughs> Just assume he must have accidentally thrown them out. 
He does have a grey curl as well. He Not does fond a, of a grey curl. Yeah, well, you know him better than I do, obviously. <laughs> I do. That's one particular road I haven't been down. Is it, I think he looks better with it short. Not yeah. this short, mm. but um, short. Anyway, that's, we can talk about hair until the cows come home. I was thinking of going for a short haircut. In fact... You've got a short haircut, But I mean shorter. Oh. Like, shorter the length you've gone for. And then when I walked in, I didn't, um, I didn't think so I, I feel- should mention it. I'm going to feel like I'm in the military next week. Yes. No, I don't know. Next thing you'll be wearing an England shirt, as casual wear. <laughs> I, that's never going to happen. Over okay. a bleached jean with no, a frayed never, bottom. Never going to happen. Um, <laughs> Scottish for a kickoff, but uh, oh yeah. Just don't don't don the Caramac shoes, and we'll be okay. Caramac shoes. Mm. What are they? They wear them underneath. I say they, <laughs> but I think we know who we're talking about. This person. Right. Uh, they will wear yeah replica shirt. And right. a Jesus. bleached jean with a frayed hem and oh, then a caramac yeah, yeah. shoe. Oh, Do you no, know the no. type I mean, guys? Uh, well, well, I know I, exactly you what see, you I mean. I associate yeah. the, uh, the the replica shirt with those um, those trousers that end, end mid-calf. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and then sort of slip-on white trainers. Yeah. I actually clapped with delight at that observation. Yeah. Anyway, that's... Uh, okay, and throwing were... a white piece of garden furniture. I feel we're tearing <laughs> into uh, absolute, absolute <laughs> hardcore following. <laughs> so let's stop that immediately. Absolute hardcore? Is that a new station? Yeah, it's, uh, it's their late-night TV <laughs> channel they've just brought out. <laughs> I disapprove, I'll be honest with you. Let's not alienate our demographic. Okay. Let's no. instead bond with them by yeah. reading out some of their missives. Oh, they've sent a few <laughs> emails, haven't they? More missives. <laughs> than a missive. Oh, sorry. We've had one in from Dave Small. Mm. Um, hope the clubbing work's going well in Birmingham. Um, he says... <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I don't know, it sounds like such a club comedian, Dave Small. Oh, um, right. I'm lo- that's it now, I love our listeners. So do I. Dave, what you got to say, mate? Dave says... Oh, God! <laughs> Um, on the Not The Weekend podcast, that must be the last one, you discussed how you take photos of places where you have to remember to turn left. Yes. Oh, I remember this. I have no sense of direction, so I, yeah. uh, if, I, if I have to turn left at, at a shop or something, I photograph it on my phone so I can, uh, I can find my way back with, uh, with visual aids. Mm. Dave says, My wife thinks I'm a bit strange because whenever we're about to go to the supermarket, I always refuse to make a list and tell her that I've got it covered. In reality, I always take a quick photo of our open fridge and our larder cupboard. That way, I don't know what I want to buy when I'm in the supermarket, but I know what I don't need to buy. This lets me get inspired when I'm actually there. I like that. He says it makes for interesting conversation pieces when the guys in the pub are showing off photos of kids and all I've got is a photographic history of my fridge during various stages of the year. That is great. I do like that. He'd be able to see, like, autumn as well, wouldn't he? He'd be able to see it go from... Summer foods to winter foods. I just, I, I don't think it would work. My fridge is so crammed with rubbish and jars of stuff that I should have thrown out ages ago. That I ca- you can't readily see what's in there. Oh really? You had to move. It's like a, it's like an elaborate chess game. When I go in there for a pickle, <laughs> I had to move about pickle, seven jars before I can get to. And there's ones which I can see, I can clearly read, are out of date, but I never take them out of there. So I think I might need the jar for nails. <laughs> <laughs> see, it wouldn't work for me either, Frank, because I only have a champagne and an eyeliner in my fridge. <laughs> eyeliner in the fridge? Yeah, oh. keep, it stops the makeup melting. Oh, really? I never knew that. Mm. I, um, I, we've had a problem with our fridge, I'll, I'll be straight oh. with you. Oh, no. Kath, um, Kath 
managed to get something out of the fridge that I've never seen before in my life. <laughs> you know that we've got one of these fridges that's like, it, it's got like a water thing on the side so you can put it in and, and water comes out and then you can get mm-hmm. ice cubes that just drop, drop out the chute into right. the thing. Oh, lovely. So one of the ice cubes came out and had mould on it. Oh, no. Oh, God. Mould or an ice cube? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard everything about an ice cube says to me that it won't tolerate mould? Yeah. That's it's extraordinary, a, It's fine. a slippy surface for a start. Isn't but it? it's also, isn't it so cold that it kills the bacteria? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, I love it when you get science in. Oh, I, get, I tell you, they go on about the Large Hadron Collider. I'm rewriting science in my own living room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I think it was previously believed that it was mm. impossible to have mould on ice. Mm. Anyway, the filter's got to, ch- got to go, apparently. That's what oh, I've been okay. told. That's oh. what the people have told me. Mm. Well, if I heard news like that, my catchphrase at home, if, if my wife said, the filter on the fridge has gone, we're going to need a new filter, my stock response is, more money. I hope that at some point you're no more money. Well, I didn't because um, I'm under warranty. Oh god! (laughs) Oh god! He he checked. Always a caveat, isn't there? No warranty is uh, Dave Warrant, my electrician, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he does it all for free. Oh good! (laughs) (laughs) You've just got one of those schoolboy nicknames where someone's stuck a Y on the end of a warranty. Like writing a a radio nickname. Oh yeah, yeah, righty. Um. Frank, we've also... I I spotted a tweet this week. Mm. Um, It said... This is what... I'm going to read the tweet to you. It said, Frank Skinner, Dermot O'Leary, Martin Sheen. Well, it was something of a mystery. A Toy Wilcox (laughs) mystery. I couldn't work out what it was. And do you know what? I held back, which I don't often do. um, And I held back because I wanted to find out... I thought, what do these three people, one of whom I love dearly, have in common? I, and I couldn't for the life of me think. Do you know what it is? I think I know. You love one of them dearly? Yes. Is it Dermot? <laughs> is it Dermot because he wouldn't give uh, <laughs> Jane Middlemiss a lift back from Live 8? <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Has this come up before here? No. <laughs> I shouldn't even... Is yeah. This, is Don't go there. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> she just said, you're going back to Hampstead? He said, yeah. And she said, oh, could you give us a lift? And he said, no. <laughs> just point blank said no. Yeah, I wow. think that's probably you know. He walked past me in the street the other day, Dermot O'Leary. He's a great bloke. He uh, mm. he looked very well turned out. He had some nice clobber on. No, but he's nice. Right. He's very nice. Oh yeah, well there'll be there'll be a reason. Yeah, he is nice. It? There'll yeah. be a reason for that. Incident. Well, never mind any of that. People being nice. What has Frank got in common with Martin Sheen? I, I'm pretty and confident. Do, do you I, know what it is? I, I'm pretty confident. I thought I I've been racking my brains. I wondered whether they too had been propositioned by Jane Couch, the former female boxer. Um, I, I doubt if they have. <laughs> you never know. Be a bit of a shot in the dark. I doubt it. And, Any, and I wonder, can you work it I out? I can't begin to guess what. You see, you know what I thought Skinner briefly. Martin it might Sheen. have something to do with the central reservation years, just because I know uh, Martin Sheen had problems in Apocalypse Now. I don't think Dermot has, though. No, no, it's not that. Is I, it I'm, not? I'm pre- I think Do you I know, know it? Yeah. Yeah, um. I, think it, I think it's uh, probably famous Catholics. Oh, it's Catholics. Dermot. Yeah. Dermot, yeah. Oh, really? Dermot. Is oh, he Catholic? Yeah, when Dermot was on um, Celebrity uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the money went to uh, <laughs> Cafford. Oh. The Catholic uh, overseas development thing. Oh yeah, 
Oh, that makes perfect. That's a bit like an idiotic Eureka moment that it took me so long to get that. The three of us have a pact, actually, that when um, when Catherine Jenkins goes into um, chrysalis form, <laughs> that we have to gather the um, the forces of good in anticipation for the you know for the battle that will bring about Armageddon. Um, I, I presume Martin's still up for it. He used to call me occasionally just for general tactical talks. <laughs> But, I mean, he's had a bit of a handful with the family this year. <laughs> he's had a busy time. <laughs> but um, all I'm saying is when, uh, when Catherine finally uh, bangs the wooden staff across the floor and um, the demons rise up, let's hope it's not in the middle of X Factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit busy. When X Factor was delayed at the beginning, I thought, oh, my God, she's emerged. Uh, No-one's called me, but no, we're still waiting. So it would be a right old to do. What else? <laughs> Another email. Uh, hi, Frank Cockrell and the gorgeous Emily. Gorgeous Emily, nice. It always, Emily. Gets, always gets that. I stumbled across this film title today. This is in response to uh, the various television programmes that we've been discussing, like Aid in Britain. and uh, Yeah, all based on the theory that shows are made because someone likes the title, because it's a good pun, and so they just make the, make mm. the show anyway. Winton Wonderland being the uh, classic go-to yeah. example. I stumbled across this film title today, Chopping Mall, a horror film about a killer robot kill- chopping up unfortunate consumers <laughs> in a shopping mall. <laughs> I love that. And he says apparently it's being remade. Because at first glance, Chopping Mall could be a film about those guys that do knife demonstrations in shopping <laughs> centres, <laughs> couldn't it? The, uh, that's, uh, you know when the little Madonna yeah. mic and they're just bashing yes. through carrots? Yeah, this will oh. chop well, through carrots. They're, they're dicing it'll with chop death. Through, yeah. <laughs> it'll chop through... Yeah, that's the man in this was dicing with death. Strap line for the poster there. Dice, dice, dice on with death. Very good. That's a good vacuum cleaning film. I've actually had a bit of a week where I've gone the other direction. Rather than these pun titles, I now love TV programmes that just do what they say on the tin. Mm. I watched a li- I watched about three quarters of Living with the Amish, mm. which is Living with the Amish, oh, it's good. and brilliant. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, it's some people from London, London teenagers, and they go off and they live with the Amish in America. Uh, it was in America, yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, are the two words that make anything believable. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but uh, no mention of why they shave the top lip, the hatred of the moustache. I, I know why they don't. Uh, oh. Why they don't have moustaches. Why is that? They associate the moustache with the military. Oh. And because they're pacifists, the Amish, mm. they don't have... Uh, they don't have moustaches. It did seem very gentle and calm. It's probably like closet homophobia, <laughs> but that's what that's their official title. <laughs> no fans of November, are they? Oh, I no. don't think the moustache is associated with the military these days. It's sort of 1940s, maybe. The yeah. army should have been around a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah they go back a bit. On that, don't your think country that, needs you poster, <laughs> Lord Kitchener. I don't think they're updating their rule books like a new Apple iPad or something like when you get a refreshed version of it. Um, uh, but the other programme that I've watched twice the Do you think this that uh, homosexuals from the early 20th century used to sing You'll Always Find Me in Lord Kitchener at Parties? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. Can That's I say so that? so sad for them. That they I were... can't, OK. I wish they had. I life. wish they'd been familiar enough with the works of Jonah Louis <laughs> <laughs> to be able to say that. I like to think that he's timeless. Yeah. I'm sure he went back, didn't he? He went back at some point. Time. Jonah Louis? Jonah Louis. Time Probably. travel. I thought you meant Lord Kitchener. Yeah, I thought you meant Lord um, Kitchener. He came, he came back to mine a couple of times, Lord Kitchener. <laughs> Let me came just... Came back uh, to yours. Yeah. He was... Uh, 
I didn't like him. He's, he just kept pointing at stuff in my house. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That's, that's, you don't usually get mould on ice. I yeah, said, I've seen that. Don't point all the time. <laughs> he was an obsessive pointer. Yeah. Particularly in the area that you prefer, prepare food, one in the kitchen. And- oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So what Any of the other, other programme conversation. The other programme that I think has a quality title is uh, Old Jews Telling Jokes. Yeah. On BBC Four. Yes, I saw some of that. It's brilliant, isn't it? Mm. I mean that is what it is. It's old Jews telling jokes. Not very old, some of them. How mm. old? Well there's, there's some that it comes up with their name and their age. Yes. A lot of good names. A lot Some of good, great names. A lot of good Jew names. And uh, and it'll say, like, David Wittgenstein, architect, 49. 49 is I don't think old. that's old. No. I don't think that's old. Well, then, you're, so that your argument about the title is shot down in flames. There's no young There's no young Jews on it, so they probably get by by okay. going, you know, we're not getting young Jews. There's no young Jews, making it sound rather biblical. <laughs> David Baddiel, is, is, is he 50? I know, don't mention it. He wasn't in the. I had a feeling if I mentioned old Jews telling jokes that you'd mentioned David <laughs> Baddiel. How did I know that? No, I he, he must be about forty-seven. I think. No, he's younger than that, Frank. No, yes. I think he's. I think I'm seven years older than him. No, he's he's about forty-four. Oh, trust well, me. Well, that must be the official. <laughs> is, is it like the Queen's birthday? <laughs> so anyway, uh, pushing tin. Do you remember that film? Yeah. No. Pushing Tin was... Like uh, golf film? No. What did it mean? That was Tin Cop. Oh, right. Well, uh, pushing <laughs> Tin was, was about air traffic control. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, I don't but I always, uh, I always felt that it, it should have been a film about, uh, <laughs> about C-3PO being desperate for the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pushing Tin. <laughs> Hurry up in there. I'm pushing Tin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Emma's dirty laugh. <laughs> on the uh, on the subject of the Amish, if I can hark back to that, I caught myself having a pang of jealousy of them the other day because you know they oh. uh, they eschew electrical items. They, yes. they think that um, mm. they think it leads to temptation, which you know I depends on the does. electrical item, really. It does, really. Well, really. you know, if I'm left alone, <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, I don't know. That might be battery rather than AC. Is it AC? Is that what it's called? DC. Yeah, DC. Mm. I always get those two mixed up. I don't know why. It's not as if they're regularly juxtaposed <laughs> in the musical context. <laughs> Go on, I love it when you harp back. Anyway, they um, they don't bother with electrical... Although it did seem like they pick and choose when it suits them, because there was a shot... Uh, the Amish? Yeah, after the Amish would... Look, don't start slagging off the Amish. I'm not slagging not them off. <laughs> I, the, they live a quiet life. There's a lot about their life that I envy. I, although no. I would like it if you two had a, a bloody fight over the Amish. <laughs> Frank as defender of the Amish. <laughs> I think they're harmless, the Amish. They're all right. Um, yeah. But there was a scene where they were. one of them was getting his head uh, shaved with clippers because they, yes. they cut the hair. And you kind of go, well, you've picked and chosen, haven't you? You've, you've said you don't. Anyway, but... I envy them in a way because my wife is. What uh, you don't like about them is their inconsistency. Yes, is that what yeah. you're saying? Pick a team. Um, my wife 
this week has bought walkie-talkies for the house for domestic use. God, you've got a big house, haven't you? It is, it is large, but it's, it's not big, ostentatiously big. But she just, I think it's that thing of she thinks well, we know it's, it's not going to be ostentatious, it's those not prices. Ostentatious. It's not ostentatious, it's nice, but uh, I'm pleased. I'd like to own all of it, but let's not get bogged down in my learn to value. <laughs> um, no. I, uh, yeah, she's bought walkie-talkie, 30 quid, and... Uh, I can see her point. She wants. Why didn't them... she just buy two mobiles? Exactly. Could have got two pay-as-you-goes. Well, don't you have a mobile? We've both got mobiles, but she wants to speak to our son on a morning. When he wakes up, she wants to go, it's not morning yet, go back to sleep. And then she can go back to sleep. That's the, oh. that's the main purpose of the walkie-talkies. How old is your son? Four. And, and will he just... Does he follow commands yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just going back to he's sleep. He's very obedient. What, is he under hypnosis? <laughs> yeah, we had him uh, Darren Brown about three years ago. Oh, well. <laughs> Sounds like being creosoted. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I think she also thinks it's a bit of fun around the house, you know. Mm. Do you want a cup of tea, that sort of thing. It's meant to... I thought... I had mixed feelings about it. I was annoyed about the 30 quid, but I was also thinking, well, it's quite a fun thing, and hopefully it will minimise the room-to-room shouting, because that is a bugbear of mine. I frequently oh, find myself... like that. I frequently find myself shouting in the house, can we minimise the room-to-room shouting, please? Which never helps my case. Oh, no. I do that as well, and I live on my own, which is a bit <laughs> worrying. <laughs> well, I do it, and I live in, like, a big open-plan room, but uh, Kath, my girlfriend... Uh, for new listeners, she'll, I'll say, um, do you want to watch? And she'll say, I'm in the kitchen! Why are you talking to me when I'm in the kitchen? Um, and the kitchen is part of the same room. Really? Right. I think what she means is she's got things like the pressure cooker and the kettle on. It's very I'm noisy. Trying right? to focus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On the... She's a big fan of the pressure cooker. Absolutely terrifies oh, the pressure me. pressure cooker? Yeah. She's, oh, she's a pressure cooker enthusiast. Really? I don't think I've used a pressure cooker. I can't work with a... anything that starts going... <laughs> I mean, it's terrifying. I just think any moment there's going to be an explosion, I'll be, I'll, it'll land on my head, you know, the top of it. I'll look like the Nicky Louser in, in the army. Oh, yeah, you know. You can imagine. Uh, what, what sort of stuff's getting cooked in a pressure oh, cooker? Vegetables. Oh, straight away. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't really eat anything else. Right. Oh, okay. It's a healthy way to cook them, though. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the uh, compilation show of uh, Would I Lie to You? Um, on uh, on Friday night, oh, yeah. and uh, I was uh, they had a bit of me on talking about when I went on holiday with someone, and uh, they had a walkie-talkie on the table, and the bit on there was I must admit a joke, but um, the the truth of it is obviously I embroidered the story somewhat, but the truth is I said what's the walkie-talkie for, and they said oh, we use it as a baby alarm. Oh yeah, oh. and uh, they said I said well why. Why is that? And they said, oh, you just you get a much better range uh-huh. with a walkie-talkie. But I thought, with a baby alarm, is it range that you're after? No. Do you want to be like, yeah, I can hear my baby in distress, what, some six or seven <laughs> miles away? You want to be adjacent, do you? Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that was a... I wasn't sure about that. I like the idea. Are they, are they real sort of, you know, proper, not, like the forest rangers used to have? They look a bit like those, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're not, or they're are not, they toys? They're not it's really a toy. Radios. They're not really a toy. They're uh, like a two-way radio, which is... Oh. Um, but if they were a toy, that'd be quite fun. But I suspect they'd work less well, wouldn't they? I like, uh, I like using a toy in a practical... Uh, yeah. In a practical way. I, I've I got my, um, my Action Man gondolier drinking straw. Holders. 
<laughs> Did you? Yeah. And I've got Action Man as a gondolier. Mm. And um, I've got him, uh, as he ponts, oh, he's holding a drinking oh, straw. Oh, that's so I, normal, clever. I can always just take a drinking straw straight out of his hands. Oh, nice. I have, um, in the past, I, I went out with a woman who... Um, when the elastic went in her hold-up, she used to use two hoggy bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, which would show through a pencil skirt, but you could get away with it in loose, uh, nice. in a loose fitting. She had a Laura Ashley that was uh, wide, at the, wide at the hips. And she, I've, I've been out with her in two hoggies. <laughs> no one was any the wiser. And I liked the idea that there was, you know, two lovable, cuddly ties at thigh level throughout the evening. Mm. At thigh level? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember thigh level? I think it was a theme to Van der Valk. <laughs> I like. I might invest in a game of Twister, which I think might be quite useful for a fake tan, because you have to adopt those strange. And if you've got oh, a fake yeah. tan, those hard to reach areas. That's twister, really uh, caught twister, on. Very good twister idea. opens you up. It caught on before yoga, didn't it? Twister. Mm. It's the uh, precursor. Or just for just drying after a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you drip dry. Well, you could have um, somebody could come up with a. A series of uh, a colour-coded uh, answer to drying out yeah. everything. I don't want to go back to the stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just went into a warm room with the twister board and you think, like, right foot yellow, left foot red, and, and, yeah. and, and five moves, you could probably get everything um, dry, dry as a bone. Yeah. Mm. If, uh, if Dyson's listening, <laughs> a new version of his air blade or whatever. Yeah, Dyson with death, that's what I say. <laughs> That's two Dyson with it. Let's see if I can come up with another one before the end. <laughs> I played Twister once with the late Countdown host. Did you? Mm, I did. Twice nightly Whiteley. Richard, yes. uh, Richard Whiteley. Yeah. Did you small, really? Small feet. Handy for Twister. Mm. I like a sort of dog in socks. I played at um, Vic Reeves' country home. I played Twister. I don't know if you was there. Jonathan Ross was there. Oh, David I don't know if I was, It was I, an absolute star-studded evening. And my girlfriend at the time had a 13-year-old daughter who um, broke wind mid-Twister and, and uh, ruined the entire <laughs> event. Did it? Yeah. And I felt some sort of secondary responsibility for it. You don't want to see, you know, well-loved faces of television going, no, no, that, that's actually making me feel sick. <laughs> I do, I'd find that... Inf- no, I felt, I felt like I'd brought a, a virus into the, into the home. <laughs> oh, I wasn't happy with it at all. I can't believe that those titans of entertainment didn't enjoy a, a little uh, flatulence moment, surely. Seems well, some of, them, some of them had titans. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much after the twister. <laughs> Uh, what else? Well, I'll tell you what else, Frank. There's a new phenomenon. Have you heard of sleep texting? Oh. You know I have heard of that. I don't believe a word. Well, yeah. well, hear us out. Essentially, it's meant to be a rare, an extremely rare condition mm. whereby people, similar to sleepwalking, they wake up in the middle of the night and they find themselves sending texts to people and... This is part of their sort of semi-conscious while they're doing it. So, therefore, they take no responsibility whatsoever for what yeah. they sent the previous night. Sounds convenient for uh, texting an ex-girlfriend or lover, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was asleep. I've got that sleep texting thing. No, I didn't mean to say Do that. Do you think I, it's uh... made up? Well, unless... If you got a text that was just the letter Z over and over again, I might yeah. believe it, that that was a sleep text. Someone's snoring. <laughs> but that's it. I... Uh, I mean, I, I can't imagine that it's possible, but who knows? Yeah. I suppose people now, so, especially the youth, 
Mm. They do so much texting. Yeah, maybe they're just trapped in a switch a, off. They're trapped well, in there's a, also um, sleep emailing is apparently a problem as well. But you see, yeah. where, where why have these people got their laptops in such um, proximity? Oh, oh I got, always keep it in proximity. Have you not got a laptop pillow? You've not got one of those. No, I, I haven't, haven't got Some one of those. Some people aren't as big a fan of convergence technology as I. I, I sleep on a uh, a George Foreman Lean Green grilling machine. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, Put the, uh, I don't think it's called Lean Green, is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, the Lean Green grilling machine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the healthy version, is it? Yeah, oh. yeah. What I do a... is I put me put the old uh, the old pajama jacket. As you know, I only sleep in a pajama mm. jacket. Yeah. Put the jacket in there for just a couple of minutes before. Lovely, hot and a hint of corrugation, <laughs> <laughs> no. which is, stops me sliding about. On the, the rubber sheet, I have to. Mm. I've had to sleep on for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think oh, yeah. the sleep texting is this just drunks, basically? Well, I read an interview with the the man who, uh, Doctor Connington from Australia, Doctor David Connington, yeah, who who, in, who came up with this, and um, was that the Hulk's real name? Uh, <laughs> that's Luther Igner. <laughs> no, no Bill uh, Bixby played the character Doctor yeah, David Banner, Bruce Banner. Dr. It oh, was Bruce Banner in the comics. And he changed his name to and Dr. David Banner. For some Banner. reason, they made it David. Yeah. But I never understood that. They did the same with the Elephant yeah, Man. Exactly. Joseph Merrick. In the film, they made him John Merrick. Because yeah. the American producers thought, Joseph, that's a bit obscure. Yeah. <laughs> Fools. So, anyway, Dr. David Cunnington yeah, of the Melbourne Sleep Disorder Centre. Yeah, he said, you know, people shouldn't sleep with their mobile phones on their nightstands. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought... Is that a normal phrase? You know, I'm always on the search for a new word. I love the idea of a nightstand. It's like, um, I mean, I, I used to love the idea of a one-night, but, <laughs> but a nightstand, does that mean like a bedside... Is that what we'd call a bedside table? Yes, yeah, it sounds quite Victorian, doesn't it? I love it. I love the idea that night, the actual concept, that night itself has a stand that you put it on. Yeah. I'd so like to call it the plinth of darkness. Nice. <laughs> Darkling. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, do you believe in sleepwalking? Oh, yeah, I believe in that. Oh, I don't, you see. I, I think that's just meant to see John Barnes play for England. <laughs> 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 you think it's meant to be what? Sorry? I think men can't be bothered to go to the toilet and they just lie. Mm, um, well, I don't know because I couldn't be bothered to go to the toilet and, and it didn't involve walking, it just involved <laughs> sleep. Now you've got rubber sheets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, that's like Tony Adams in the hotel room. Oh. Were you there? No, but oh, I read it in his autobiography, which oh, is one of my oh, favourite books. for that. I <laughs> thought that was going to be some revelation. <laughs> it told me some stories that, you know, could have happened, couldn't it? <laughs> oh, anyway. uh, Right, team, wrong person. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we won't go into that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this whole story reminded me of the time I, I nodded off and woke up and I was giving a full PowerPoint presentation. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> what happens? Mm. That never happened to you guys, fair enough. No. But I, I, I don't... My, is it my sleep with my mobile the other side of the bedroom, which I think I've mentioned to you before, so when it goes off in the mm. morning, I have to, I'm already up before I'm awake, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's the way my, to do My it. legs, they, they lead the way uh -huh. in my waking up process. Put that bit of distance so, uh, so that you're not yeah. tempted to check text And also, I don't want my brain that. to uh, rot during the night because I've got a mobile on my nightstand. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's bad enough with the, the, the heat generated by the George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner.